You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Jesus died and he was resurrected from the dead. No more in week six of the Apostles' Creed. We are in the sixth installment of our series, The Apostles' Creed. And our goal is to have a deeper, stronger foundation by looking at our historic declaration. And the reason why we have the conviction to declare and confess because our confession and our declaration springs from our understanding of God's word. So our message is not the Apostles' Creed, uh, Apostles Creed this morning. Our message uh, goes back to what the word of God has to say. And I do pray that uh, after this gathering and as we start our week is that this message will change the way you look at life. Because we know that everything that we do and we talk about is from God's word. So I want a little bit of audience participation from your end. Would that be fine? Do you trust me? I'm a Christian, so trust me. Um, I want you right now to grab a partner, okay? And can we stand on our feet right now? Uh, grab a partner just for this morning. Would that be fine? I have a question for you, okay? So if you're single, take advantage of this opportunity as well, okay? To get to know that person, but this is not for life, okay? Just this morning, I have a question for you. And, of course, in that uh, partnership, I want you to select person A and person B. Would that be fine? Okay, so if you don't have a partner... Of course, if you're married, you, you need to be with your wife. We will start with person B. Nice, right? So this is the question, okay? If you are to work on one of the following, just pick one. What would you choose? Will you pick fame, money, or power, okay? Let us not, okay, uh, go out of these uh, choices, okay? Some of you might pick uh, uh, the Bible, okay? Uh, okay, let's not be religious this morning, okay? Just pick uh, with, with uh, the choices here in front. Would that be fine? We will start with person A. You don't have to explain it. Good? Person B, pick one. Person A, pick one. Okay? You can take your seats after that. How many of you here, you did pick fame? You want to be famous. Okay? Uh, some of us are, are not wanting to, to be famous, but of course, that is something that we look for. We want to be significant. Okay? There's nothing wrong with these things. We want money. Okay? How many of you here, you want money? Some of you here are, what's, what's wrong with you? I like money, but I don't love money. Okay, good. How many of you here, you want money? Okay? Kaching, kaching, okay? Money. Okay, lastly, how many of you here, you're, you want to shoot for power? Wow. You don't want fame, but you want power, okay? Some of you here are, uh, are, are, are having a hard time uh, picking the choice, but I know that uh, a lot of us here, would want fame, money, uh, money and power. And uh, for uh, having said that, I hope you do understand that there's nothing wrong with uh, money, fame, and power. There's nothing wrong. There's something wrong when a good thing. How many of you here, you can validate that all of these are good? These are good. When a good thing becomes an ultimate thing, that is where the problem begins. Because at the end of the day, uh, whatever is ultimate will, what will be the engine and the very reason why we're doing things. Our hope is based on the things that uh, we have uh, elevated as something ultimate. For example, if you want fame, your greatest what, nightmare is what? Is rejection. You're fighting to be famous and significant so that people will accept and love you. Okay? Your greatest worry is that every single day you have to perform in order for you to please men. Now, there's nothing wrong with fame, but when you make fame as your ultimate thing, everything that you do revolves around people. But remember, in this life, this is not what is ultimate. Our relationship with God is ultimate. This is why we, what, we do things based on our relationship with God. If your, 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 your uh, desire and what you shoot for and your ultimate thing is money, okay, 
because you want people's what? People's approval that if you have money, you'll have more friends. So you're working towards it. Therefore, without you knowing it, it becomes your ultimate thing. Your greatest nightmare is worry. That if you don't have money, people probably might not love me. Is this helping you? That when you make a good thing into an ultimate thing, it will run your life. It will ruin your life. And lastly, power. You want to be in authority because you want to be in control. Am I correct? And if you are a person who's always angry, not you guys, okay? You're, you're, you're loving and, 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 and really are, 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 um, are peaceful. But, but uh, I hope that you do understand that if you have power uh, and, and you're fighting for control, okay? And if you're out of control, you get angry. So if you are having a problem with rage and temper, okay, it goes to uh, say that you're struggling with control. There's nothing wrong with power, but when you make control as your ultimate thing, it will ruin your life. This is why it is important that we need to ask ourselves, what are we living for? What are the things that really we do based on okay, the things that we need to be our top or we need to prioritize? This is why it is something that in the coming weeks or uh, years or for the past few weeks and months, you can assess your life. Am I uh, making money, fame, and power as my ultimate thing? Because at the end of the day, okay, that is something that we need to forewarn ourselves. It becomes the very engine of our soul. This is the reason why we have the creed, a declaration, why we believe what we believe. So more than just what you want to achieve, what you want to accomplish, and uh, uh, the desires and, and the dreams that you have, there is a what? There is a goal farther than what you want in this life. Do you understand this? This is why I want us to really unlock what the Apostles' Creed has to say. And I don't know if you're familiar, six weeks ago we did recite the Apostles' Creed, right? It's, it says right here, you can uh, say this with me. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to hell, and the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended to heaven and seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, from there He will come to judge the living and the... I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of body and life everlasting. Amen. That's what we believe. Today's topic will be uh, uh, really... Uh, will revolve around the forgiveness of sins and the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting. Amen. Remember about a week ago that Pastor Chico talked about the death of Jesus Christ on the cross? And how many of you here, you're thankful... That Christ died on the cross, that we don't have to perform in order for us to receive acceptance from God, that Christ performed on the cross. Thus, we're accepted in Christ Jesus. Amen? Are, are you happy yeah. that we don't have to hurt ourselves in order for us to be loved by God? That the past few weeks will not just be uh, uh, a moment where we would want to compensate what the Lord has done, that we have to be good in order for God to accept us? That Christ has been a, a good sacrifice. Amen? On the cross. That we don't have to repeat what Jesus Christ did. We just have to thank pasalamatan po natin ng Panginoon that He died on the cross. And it is the beauty of His death that it started a, a, a brand new life for all of us. Our history ends with the cross. Our new history begins with the resurrection by Watchman Nee. You're familiar with Watchman Nee? He's the brother of Bruce Nee. And, and kidding. And because of that... Some of you are very serious, okay? Everything is anchored on Christ's resurrection. If you don't agree and you feel like it did not happen 
Everything that we're doing here is in vain. Your worship, if Christ did not resurrect from the grave, it is all in vain. It is empty. This is why the gospel is death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. That amongst uh, about 13 billion gods in this planet, there's only one God who resurrected from the grave, and He's alive. Amen. This is why more than just God erasing our past, that we can start all over again. Amen. That God did not just forgive us and let us off the hook, but He's simply saying, I want to start something new in your life. Amen. So if you're sick before, you can believe God for healing. If you're depressed before, you can start believing God for the joy of your salvation. Come on now. If you're always oppressed, you can live in freedom. That the Lord has erased your past. How many of you here are thankful for this? That God has set us free. That God has forgiven us. This is why I would want to read in John chapter 5 verse 24 to 29. Are you ready? I'm not mad. I'm just enjoying this. John chapter 5 verse 24. Those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal. He does not come into judgment but has passed from death to life. You'll not be judged. Truly, truly, it is a message of assurance. I'm assuring you of this. This is what truly, truly is um, uh, uh, meant uh, to accomplish. I say to you, an hour is coming and is now here when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. For as the Father has life in himself, so he has granted the Son also to have life in himself. And he has given him authority to execute judgment because he is the Son of Man. Do not marvel at this, for an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs or grave. Ooh. Some of you have a picture of uh, uh, the walking dead. Okay, This is not what will happen in the day of resurrection. That you will be fully alive. If you're struggling okay, as an individual and you're sickly, you'll be alive with a smile on your face. I am telling you right now. This is just a temporary juncture or season of our lives. The day will come that our body will have what? The glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the resurrection of each and every person that has professed and confessed that he has a relationship with God and believe that he is uh, the true Savior will be something that we look forward to. Am I correct? This is why, let me continue, okay? And come out those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this opportunity that we're not just forgiven based on the message last week, but you resurrected from the grave and you've given us a fresh start that our past has been erased and our future is fully covered. Thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Same chapter. John chapter 5, it says right here, Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. How many of you here are thankful that you accepted Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior? That if you die tonight, you're going to what? You're going to heaven. Amen? How many of you here, you want to go to heaven tonight? <laughs> okay? That when you have Jesus Christ in your heart as your Lord and Savior, if you die tonight or tomorrow or next week, I'm telling you right now, you're going to heaven. Not because of your righteousness, but because of what? The righteousness of Christ. Not because of your performance, but Jesus Christ performed on the cross. This is why it is important that we do understand the message of the cross and the resurrected Christ. Because it will give us the reason to start all over again that I'm forgiven because of what Jesus did on the cross and I can start all over again. How many of you here are thankful? 
that we can start all over again. Nang bawat isa sa atin may bagong panimula. All of us can start all over again. This is why it is validated that Christ came to forgive us of our sins. So if you're telling me right now, Pastor, you don't know my background, you don't know my, you don't know my past. I've been hopping from different sexual relationships. I'm telling you right now, God has forgiven you. I'm full of pride. I've hurt someone. God has forgiven you. The forgiveness of God is complete. This is why in Acts chapter 10 verse 43, it's written right here, To him all the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness. How many of you here you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? If you believe in Christ, you receive God's forgiveness. That is in Romans chapter 10 verse 9. God has given us complete forgiveness. He doesn't need your help. It is in fact demeaning for the past few weeks that you're trying to what hurt yourself to compensate for the sins that you have done. God doesn't need your help. It has been paid in full. If you have a debt who needs a full payment, somebody has what it takes to what? Pay for the full amount of it. You don't have to go out of your way and tell the person, did you pay? And if you did pay, can I contribute something? In fact, you don't have what it takes to contribute because what sin is asking from us is perfection. And there's only one person who can pay for our sins. This is why God's forgiveness is complete that He has removed from east to the west. So far does He remove our transgressions from us. Let me quote this once again. That in Psalm 103 verse 12, as for us... The is is from the West. So far, does He remove our transgressions from us? Not just complete. That He doesn't need your help. That His forgiveness is permanent. That He will never change His mind. I know someone who always would change His mind. From pink to purple to violet. I'm not talking about the women, okay, in this church, okay? But people, okay? Who, who, who would change your mind once in a while? And, okay, <laughs> some of you here, uh, okay, I know it's a struggle for women at times. That at times you're undecided. But I'm telling you right now, okay? I have a wife as well, and I have a mom and two daughters. That's my world every day, okay? God is consistent that His promise of forgiveness both covers past, present, and future. So if you sin tomorrow, you're forgiven. Isn't it amazing? If you're not getting this, you don't understand God's forgiveness. The reason why you're changed, because God has forgiven your future sins. Isn't that a great deal? God did not forgive you because you are lovely. God forgave you to make you lovely. That's my relationship with my kids. The reason why I don't give up because I have a, an agreement, a covenant with my own kids. Of course, I have a covenant with my wife. But to hammer my point this morning is that I have a relationship with my kids. Are they perfect? I'm telling you right now, far from being perfect. The reason why they're not perfect, because I'm not perfect. So if I love them based on their character, their attitude, I'm getting it all wrong. The reason why I love them, so that eventually they'll change. I don't love them because they look good. I love them for them to look good. That is the same thing when it comes to our relationship with God. This is why the power of forgiveness is important. If you're in this room, I can feel this in my heart, that you're having a hard time forgiving yourself. You have to be free from this dilemma and this concern god is god and no amount of sin can stand in the presence of god everything is forgiven so if you're here right now you're telling me can god forgive me 
Your problem is not God's forgiveness. Your problem is getting to know the character of God, that He is unchanging. That whatever He has promised, He will complete it. That whatever He has confessed and declared on the cross, it is finished. That when He came out of the tomb and He resurrected from the grave, you're starting a new life. Everything is made new. Amen. Only about two weeks ago, I was counseling somebody, okay, who has killed probably a dozen people. Killed. And he was giving me a picture because, because uh, I'm doing one-to-one with him. and doing personal follow-up and discipleship. I can't even stand how graphic the situation is that he would uh, tell me that the person would be holding his gun and he would point the finger and pull the trigger without butting an eyelash. Can God still forgive me? Without butting an eyelash, I look, him, look at him square in the eye. God can still forgive. He will forgive. Because the God that we serve will forgive our sins, both permanent and complete. And because you do understand that you're forgiven, and because of that realization that you are set free, you have now what I call the power to overcome sin. In Romans 6, 9 to 11, we are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and He will never die again. Amen. God will not die every Holy Week. Once and for all. Come on now. Once and for all. What Christ did is not okay, to entertain just for a show. He died once and for all. Death no longer has any power over Him. Amen. When He died, He died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Sin has no longer power to influence your life. I was uh, a kid back in the province, and um, I, was, I think it was grade 5 or grade 6. I was with a friend whose dad owns a funeral parlor. Okay? So in the morgue, there are really bodies lying right there, and... And every time we're done with the class, we would, we would sneak in and, and really go around and check all the bodies. And, and this is not good. That's my old life, not today. And we would, we would make fun of the bodies. We would ask the body, oh, do you look good? The answer is yes. Those dead bodies in the morgue would say yes to us. Are, do, are you rich? Yes. Because silence means yes, okay? <laughs> I hope that, that when we're asked, Okay, the enemy will never be able to solicit any reaction from our end. Because the power of sin has been removed. We can say no to sin and say yes to God. Remember, ladies and gentlemen, your past has not only been erased, you have a great future when you're forgiven. This is why our past has been forgiven. Our future has been fully covered. Jesus dealt with our past. You know why? He dealt with our past. That no matter how sinful you are, He looked at your past square in the eye and beat the power of sin over your life because He has a plan for your future. Whether you like it or not, God has a plan for your future. Look at the person on your left. Okay? It doesn't look like God has a plan, but God has a plan. Because when God has forgiven... He was simply saying that I'm just removing your past. I'm starting anew. This is the very reason why more than just what is ultimate, we have an ultimate future. That everything that we do is motivated, not by fame, money, or power. It is our understanding that this life is a temporary assignment. This is just a pit stop. 
There is a life ahead of us. This life is 0.01%. The next life is 99.9%. That we don't have to uh, really uh, be consumed with the things that we want and the fame that we want. All of this will be gone. And I'm telling you right now, in this life, probably the things that you want might be granted or not at all. But in the next life, everything will be granted. So when things doesn't come your way, Lord, I'm praying. I'm almost 92. I need a wife. You get on? I'm 107. I need, a, I need a husband. But I'm telling you right now, that's not what you live for. I need to be a millionaire. When you have a perspective of what the future holds for you, things change. How many of you here, you've tried running a marathon? Anyone here? If, if, if you don't understand, just raise your hand. Just, you will eventually. That's a prophecy, okay? I've tried running a marathon. Okay, that was 21K. Back in my dream, okay? <laughs> 3K lang po, okay? That's the only thing. Or 5K. And, and, and what we want to accomplish is that the finish line, right? You're fighting to cross the finish line. What if I tell you this is the finish line and this is what you're fighting for, but behind the finish line are the things you want in life. Car, a lifetime partner, a house, money, influence. How many of you here will agree with me that the finish line is just part of the journey? There is a bigger life ahead after the finish line. The problem is that we see life as the finish line. No. Death is not the end. It is the beginning. For people who has accepted Christ in our hearts as Lord and Savior, this is just the beginning. In fact, death is something that gets you excited. It sounds horrific and grotesque. But I know that you're... You have loved ones and, and you have people to feed. And I, I do understand that. But I hope a portion of, 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 of our faith and our theology is saying, Man, yes, I have loved ones. But Lord, it's a struggle to live in this body because I have loved ones. But Lord, I, I desire to be in heaven. That's my desire for all of us that as you come out of this gathering, you're saying, Man, that message motivated me more than just what I want in this life. There is a life after this life. For people who doesn't have Jesus Christ, who doesn't have a relationship with the Lord, they're fighting to, to just cross the finish line. But for people like us, there is a life after this life. Amen. This is why do not marvel at this. For an hour is coming when all who are in the tombs, all of us will die. Amen. We'll be in the tomb. We'll hear His voice and will. So you're just merely asleep. Natutulog lang po tayo. When the voice of God calls for us, we will come out and those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. This is going to be our topic next week. This is why more than just the forgiveness of our sins, we're promised that we will resurrect with Christ, that we have a resurrected body. This is important. That our death is not just the end. So if you don't have a relationship with the Lord, you have to ask yourself, I'm not here to cast any fear but have you ever asked yourself if I die tonight will I, will I go to heaven will I someday face God knowing for a fact that I'm not really a good person but God is good that I'm not really righteous Christ is righteous this is why we, what? we, we, we hide in the shadow of the cross am I correct this is why okay just like what Paul in the church in Thessalonica has mentioned, but we do not want you to be uninformed. 
Okay? Dapat may alam din tayo. Brothers, about those who are asleep, that you may not grieve as others do who have no hope. For since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so through Jesus, God will bring with Him those who have fallen asleep. Okay? That you just don't grieve because a family member died. Yes, I do understand. Pag namatayan po tayo, when my Lola died, it was devastating for me because I grew up with her. And I just can't move forward because I thought that her death is the end. But when we have relatives that are suffering, and I don't want to sound insensitive this morning, our posture, yes, we worry, yes, we feel bad, yes, we cry, yes, we did lose someone. But the other half of the story is that they're in heaven. They don't have miracle bills. They don't have monthly amortization. They don't have credit card bills. They're in a better place. Kung makakausap lang po natin sila, kawawa ka naman. Because you are living in a depraved world. You don't have any guarantee that tomorrow you'll be alive, tomorrow you'll be healthy. How many of you here, though yes, you go to the gym, you know with all your heart that you're not guaranteed that you'll be healthy for the rest of your life. And because of that, when you suffer from any form of sickness, your hope is dashed into pieces. Nalulumbay ka na, nalulungkot ka na. Why? Because your hope is in a body that you would want to stay healthy. Again, we want you to be healthy. But more than just a healthy life is that you do understand that you have a life after life. This is my prayer for all of us. Will it be with the resurrection of the dead, the body that is sown imperishable, that our body will suffer decay, it is raised imperishable. You will have a glorious body. How many of you here are thankful that you have a, eventually you will have a glorious body? That you're fixing yourself, you're trying to remove those fats and, 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 and everything. I have nothing against that. But when your body is the ultimate thing, you know what you struggle with? Acceptance. But in Christ, you're accepted. And the reason why I don't get insecure, yes, I'm bald. Yeah. But, but I'm telling you right now, okay? Uh, this is not my security. When I go to heaven, magkakabuhok po ako sa ilong. <laughs> um, and we're not insecure, am I correct? We're not insecure? Yes. Why? Okay? Because, Lord, if, if my desire is not granted today, <laughs> after this. You see where I'm coming from? That your life is never motivated. I should look good. I should lose weight. Yes, that's good. But in afterlife, you will have a glorious body. Look at the person on your left. Look at the person. But I don't really care. Pagpunta ng langit, I'm telling you, hindi nyo ko makikilala. I will look so good. How many of you here, you struggle comparing yourself with other people? I wish I have his body. Sana ganyan katawang ko. You, do you understand? Pero, pangit naman. At times, you, you, you tend to, you're, 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 you're evil, in a way. Yeah, a lot of you are evil, okay? But we compare, I hope I have his, his skin or her skin. Because you're limited. You just want to cross the finish line. But I'm telling you right now, you don't have to compare yourself with other people and struggle for security and identity. In heaven, I'm telling you right now, Pastor Chica, you're, never mind. But the, yeah, you look good in heaven, my friend. Okay. Okay. I'm tempted, but I'm telling you right now, we're friends. This is why Paul was 
was was saying in 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 this chapter that he's having a hard time. Will I stay? Will I go? Will I go to heaven? This is why I'm telling you right now. You should be excited after this. The devil doesn't have an option. If you live, you'll serve God. If you die, you're going to heaven. That's the choice that you have right in front of you. So why are you not excited living this life? That I hope when we go out, I want you to talk to your wife or your husband. Honey, kailan ka pa? Pwedeng pumanaw. You're gonna... I don't want you to be blunt and harsh, okay? But do you understand what I'm talking about? There's an angle that death is not something that we dread. Kaya pag namatay ako, Pastor Chico, I want you to, to party. Yeah. This is an accomplishment of God's plan. This is why my past is forgiven. My future is covered. My present is saved. Salvation is not just within the confines of, of going to heaven. Everlasting life is now. John 5, verse 25. Truly, truly, I say to you, an hour is coming and is, the Bible says that salvation is now here. I, wanna, I just want to outwit you this morning. The salvation is not nowhere. And I have talked to a lot of people, Pastor, we'll see if I'm going to heaven. No, while you're alive, you can determine. Because everybody, say the word everybody. Everybody lives forever somewhere. Today you can make a decision. Today, Lord God, I want to embrace the will of God for my life. I want to accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. When the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. Eternal life begins when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, not when you go to heaven. In fact, you can have a piece of heaven while on earth. This is why I'm excited every Sunday, every single day, that yes, I'm forgiven, and my past has been erased, and God has given me a clean slate. I was sickly before. I've been coming in, in and out of a hospital for 35 times because I started smoking at the age of 11. I'm not proud of that. But now, looking back on how the Lord has, has done His work in my life, I can't even recall if I'm really sick. Because everything, when you hand your life over to the Lord, can start with a clean slate. Everything can be made brand new. The Bible is clear, for God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 9, So whether we are at home or away, may we make it our aim to please Him, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is due for what He has done in the body, whether good or evil. The day will come with our resurrected body that we will face our Maker. That yes, while we're alive, we were forgiven. And because we are forgiven, we realize that we need God in our lives. And kung naririto po kayo, tinanggap niyo Panginoon, the day will come. That more than just what you want while you're alive, there is a life that God has prepared for us. This is why our citizenship is in heaven. This is not your hometown. Look at the person in your left. That person is an alien, the Bible says. This is just a temporary juncture of your life. Your citizenship is in heaven. This is why I'm just at times confused that, that a lot of people have so much grip on what they have and what they own. That bag that you've been using as, as a source of your identity, bag ko, people will love me. LV. Diba? 
I mean, I have nothing against it. But that's, you're, you're going to leave that. And I'm not saying that you should not buy expensive bags or, or, or things that you want to own. Because, okay, God has blessed us. Okay? And He wants us to enjoy. But I hope that more than just our life in this planet, that we are convinced, Lord, I'm excited for eternity. This is why Christ's resurrection is our hope for eternity and our hope to handle the pains of today. Ladies and gentlemen, while you're alive, you're guaranteed the pains, challenges, and scars. But because Christ has won the victory, you have what it takes to overcome. Because the Lord has promised in His Word that He was disfigured, mangled for our sicknesses. So I want you to know that you can have a taste of heaven while you're alive. But one thing for sure, you can handle and not just handle. You have what it takes to look beyond the finish line. That God, thank you. That when I die, I'm not done. I'm just barely starting. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what sets us apart. That we can handle the pains of today, the scars of tomorrow. Because remember this, heaven was created by God for you and me. One of the things I've learned through the years, the beauty of dating my wife is that she is around over a dinner table. Let me bring it to you further. Have you tried dating yourself? I mean, you book a hotel for two persons, paid a, 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 a certain amount of money because you, you want to talk to yourself. <laughs> you, you bought a bouquet of flowers and you talk to yourself. How are you? I'm fine. Can I hug you? Hug yourself. <laughs> These are the things. It's funny, right? Because no matter how expensive the hotel or the restaurant, when there's no one to celebrate it with, I'm telling who Gutian. There's no one to celebrate it with. It's for nothing. Heaven is nothing when you're not around. Do you understand this? The beauty of heaven is not on how expensive, pricey heaven is. What makes it valuable and expensive because you're present in heaven. That is what God wants you to know. That my son, my daughter, I don't want you to leave your loved ones, but I'm excited to see you. That heaven is heaven because you're present. Heaven is heaven because God is present. Heaven is heaven because we look forward to eternity. And thus, when you have pains of today, show it off. When you're frustrated yesterday, let it go. When you fail tomorrow, I can move forward because this is not my life. My life is with Christ for eternity. Can we give God the glory? Can we bow our heads and close our eyes? Heavenly Father, thank you that you are excited to see all of us. Lord, you have created this planet for seven days or six days. Lord, you have created heaven for quite a while. Lord, I pray that every person would have a glimpse of what you prepared for us. So, Lord, if you are in this room and you're about to throw in the towel and you're about to give up, you're saying, God, I'm done with this Christianity. Look forward. Look forward. So as we bow our heads and close our eyes across the room, if you're saying, Pastor, I'm about to quit, I want you to raise your hand. I'll pray for you. 
If you're saying right now, Pastor, I'm done. I'm tired. Lord, I pray for these people that they will not give up. They will not quit. Just raise your hand as high as you can. Lord, they will not give up. They will not quit. Please, Lord God. When you were carrying that cross and when you were hanging on that cross and you're gasping for air, you did not give up. So when you're about to give up, and you're full of hopelessness, let Jesus breathe hope in your being. But thank you that giving up will not be our option. You can put down your hands. If you're here right now and you're saying, Pastor, pray for me. I'm always condemned of the sins that I have done in the past. And I want to pray for you. The Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus if you are in Christ sin and condemnation doesn't have power over you so if you're always condemned I want you to raise your hand I will pray for you if you're always condemned of what took place in the past I want you to raise your hand as high as you can some of you here not every day but once in a while you cringe because of what happened in the past raise your hand as high as you can I'll pray for you wow I see those hands I see those hands. The Lord has forgiven you completely and permanently. Today, you have the power to overcome sin. So if you're telling me right now, Pastor, is it really possible? It is possible. It is only a God who can forgive people. And we have a God who offered His Son as a sacrifice for our sins. So Lord, with the hands that are lifted high, Lord, I break the power of sin and I silence the voice of condemnation. Thank you that you're delivered, set free. You can put down your hands. Thank you, Father, that all of us in this room will not just walk in forgiveness, will not only enjoy the power of the resurrected Christ, that the day will come that we will be resurrected with Him, but Lord God, we will spend eternity with you. So I pray that every person who's not familiar with your saving grace. And if you're not guaranteed that if we die tonight, Panginoon, kung sakaling mamatay kami, hindi pa kami sigurado kung saan kami mapupunta o ano man yung paroroonan namin. If we're not convinced, Lord, I pray right now, Holy Spirit, did you breathe faith for every person in this room? And I want to challenge you, if you want assurance that when you die, you will be with God, I want to invite you into a simple prayer of accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Say this prayer with me, with the help of our leaders. Say this with me, Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross and resurrecting from the grave. I accept you in my heart as my Lord and Savior. I want to follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you for the gift of salvation. Thank you that I can start all over again. Thank you for listening to one of our podcasts. We hope it blesses and inspires you to honor God and make disciples. For more messages like these or to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or download the Victory app for free 
on the iTunes Store or Google Play. If you would like to share a story of God's faithfulness in your life, please visit victory.org.ph slash mystory.